You're listening to Ergo. That is a fact. I'm Kiss. I am Damon. And you are whoever you are. You should be. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. What we do here is we showcase the folks <laughs> reshaping the culture of our city with a more equitable and the more creative. How are you feeling, Dave? I'm feeling real good. You know, uh, life is treating me well. Uh, just finished a, a journey around the sun. Got a lot of love. I'm, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. Happy belated ah, thank you. to you. And uh, I'm glad to see you You still here beginning Man, that next rotation. You, you got me like an actual gift. Yeah, you want to tell the people how nice I am? Yeah, what Daniel is, is, is uh-huh. better than me, first of all. But better than most. <laughs> uh, a framed artisaned like a print print uh of like a group of folks seated in a circle and like their bodies form into the word consensus and it's framed. they do i didn't even or see the consensus that. is at the bottom and it kind of like comes out of their body i didn't even see you didn't that. see the consensus I just thought part? it was just a group of people sitting in a circle are you serious is that yeah, i'm not a joke <laughs> it's still, i still have it in the car i gotta show it to you that's awesome oh that's <laughs> fantastic <laughs> i thought it was just like a nice no. picture of some people meeting no no it's consensus <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. well it's the gift that just keeps on giving uh we have a great episode for you solid here guy. <laughs> a solid guy da- daniel also i guess just, just solid yeah people. yeah absolutely we, we're, we're full of solidity around here um but first, some community announcements. First off, this Friday, the Omis are playing a show at Park West. That's 322 West Armitage. Whole bunch of squad on the bill there, including Kaina and Sen Morimoto and Tasha. So that's going to be a great show. Also, Friday night is the next edition of All Smiles. Uh, that's at 8 p.m. at Tonic Room. As always, put together by Ergo alum Rich Jones. This month, they have Lyric the Misfit. Suede and Armani Day, and as always, or as sometimes, Bonita Apple Blunt on the ones and twos. Also, on the 29th is Archiving Day, the Chicago Black Social Culture Map. It features community archiving stations, panels, roundtables, lecture demonstrations, and an intro to this online resource, which is the Chicago Black Culture Map, which shows all the different ways the culture work is and has been happening in Chicago across decades. And then Saturday night, the 29th, we are back with the next edition of the Hawazi. This one is called Gentrification is Not Inevitable. It's going to be a great show. We have Ergo alum Daniel K. Hertz breaking down the history of gentrification. And then we also brought out a couple of the organizers from Defend Boyle Heights. And Ergo alum Drea Smith is the musical guest. So that's going to be a great show. That's at the Breathing Room Space, 1434 West 51st. And then on October 2nd, Artist, filmmaker, and activist Boots Riley, whose new film, Sorry to Bother You, has been damn near everywhere, is doing a talk uh, through the UIC Social Justice Initiative. It's a conversation over Skype with a panel of Chicago activists and audience members about the film and labor and a whole bunch of other stuff. So that's going to be happening at 750 South Halstead, room 302. So yeah, that's what we got going on. now, to our very special guest, he's someone who actually neither of us knew personally, but the, the music has spoken for itself, and then he did some real good speaking for himself, and it was just like a, a great dude, really good to get the chance to chop it up with him. Let's get it in. We got Solo Sam. Here you go. What percentage of people do you think are funny in the world? Ooh. It's very slim. It's a, it's a small... The world's world. flat right now. Ooh. We can see everything. 
Just like oh, no. Instagram models. Just like Instagram models. That's a Think tough. about it. You think there are a lot of girls in the world who are banging because you could just see them all the time. <laughs> but you know, realistically, like, yeah. look we're, around. We're seeing the margin. How many times are you out and you're laughing at what somebody's saying? Yeah. I was really worried for a second that you were literally saying the earth was flat and this was going to be our first oh, flat no, earther no, uh, <laughs> podcast conversation. Like, That's man. like a re- they have conferences and conventions and such. I, I had to watch like, yeah, like I'm really intrigued by it. Why? Because it's just so much cognitive dissonance? Yeah, because I, I would like because they're not bullshitting, right? So it's like I really want to understand and the more I listen to them like I get how you can get caught in a thing. Are we recording right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, we, I didn't even. We are, but, but we have an like intro. Nah, nah, this is yeah, all. Yeah. This is but all I might use this. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah, no, it's but a good like, question. To, to be that caught up in something like to and to see how you can, there's enough pieces and just how um, distrusting people are of of systems of power. Right. Right. Because like the thing that they're saying is that NASA and the Russian government are lying to you, and like I get why that people are like. They'll hear anything. They're like, oh, the government's lying. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but then, like, when it gets to the science of it, it's like, okay, you're just saying shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, let's, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, like, which is a terrible expression. <laughs> like, the government can be lying and also not lying about everything. Yeah, so what tripped me out is, like, I, I wholeheartedly believe that the Earth is flat. But I've never been challenged on it. I mean, round. round. But, I've, <laughs> but I've never oh been challenged God, on it, right? Like, <laughs> so, like, yeah, them, them, the saying, thing, yes. them saying, prove it. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, wow, I don't actually have. If you think the world's flat, you're, you're against progress. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like you can't believe that other yeah. things scientifically has, are like, has progressed and are yeah. valid. And then you still believe that. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's just one of those things yeah, where they're just ridiculous. like, you know what? I'm so not progressive on all my thinking. I changed my mind. Yeah. Right. This shit flat. Well, that's that, makes like, <clears throat> that anti-science thing is so silly because it's like, oh, you, you're, you're anti-science while you're tweeting from your phone from science? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it either all works yeah. or none of it works. Right. Like, you can't. That is one where babies and bathwaters are intertwined. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where like... <laughs> The, the even how like flight happens like airplanes like mm-hmm. think about it okay let's say we've been lied to and the earth is flat that's cool you really think that pilots are just gonna make their trips harder because of that lie like <laughs> yeah. go higher make it look like it's round and about yeah. at some point like no like it's just yeah, my, my, my the more I think about it the more I think it was just like to provoke but my sister she went to Winnie Young uh, she had like a high school. T- I don't know if it was something that had nothing to do with science or if it was a physics teacher. But he would every year like tell people that like there it's impossible for planes to work and that it is a simulation uh, that everybody is going through. I can't. She would have to be here to explain it, but it's like they like get you high or something with the oxygen in the plane, and like you're in a tunnel. You know what this is evidence for. Around. This is evidence for anyone can be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know More if he was just like else. fucking with him to yeah. like or he challenge really their that. critical thinking skills. Or if he, he must have, because didn't uh, like United Airlines have like a lady get stuck in the window and all this other. This was, yeah, no. she, she also has been graduated from. Planes like, are real. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying this teacher is like, he's, he's just trolling. Oh, yeah, people, because yeah. people, yeah, play crashes. And yeah, all. they're not. <laughs> you think they're out here. Well, they do simulate. Anyway, let's get to the show. I'm, no, I have to answer his question, yeah. though, of what percentage of people are funny. Yeah, what That do you is think? difficult. Yeah. 
That is I different. I think that was his question. That but, was your question? But, but I want to give you It's the a communal question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I do want to know. That's that. difficult, though. <laughs> it is my like, question now. I probably experience more funny people than are in the general population, mm-hmm. and I don't experience that many funny See, people. See, birds are feather, though. Like, birds of feather. So I would say yeah. probably, probably, like, genuinely funny. And it's also such a relative thing. Yeah, but it's even there are people who I don't love their humor. I can still recognize it. Like, oh, they're funnier than the average person. I think it's like a seven like, to eight percent. That's what I was gonna say. Seven to eight percent. What would you say? Um, about that. Yeah, something maybe five percent. Like yeah, if you have a room of a hundred people, how many of them are gonna be funny? like ha 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 ha? Yeah, you like, know, like actually, you, know, you might get like, like yeah, you know, they're different. They're but they're funny. It's like, hey, that's great this that you have the confidence moment. to <laughs> yeah. be silly in public. And then there are people who are like, wow, ah. <laughs> you should get a job in this. Like, <laughs> great you know, distinction. Yeah, this is silly people who are goofy versus funny. people who are yeah. funny. All right, let's do it. And now that we've this now that we've gold. gotten it all, yeah, yeah that's we're warmed up. I'm ready. I'm ready to swim. We got a great guest in the studio with us. He is a tremendous rapper, and we recently learned glass blower from the city or glass. Blowing Glass studio blowing, worker, cold, cold worker, yeah, our cold first working, cold yeah. worker. So <laughs> Sam is here. What's up? We do our own sound effects. Y'all should have said that. Y'all should have just acted like you were hitting the board. People would have been like, I love this podcast. We have a board, but it's just recordings of us doing animal noise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what it is, folks. I watched it. Yeah, real time. So we uh, we always like to start the show the same way. Uh, in this time, in this moment, in this season, how is the world treating you and how are you treating the world? Um, I love that. That's a great question. Um, right now, currently, the world is treating me the way it's been treating me, which is mm. full of positivity. Um, like I always say, I feel like I'm blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved. And that's one of those things that that's a lifestyle where you believe that the world has your best interests at heart. And because of that, your best interest of the world is in your heart. Mm. Um, so I'm feeling great. Yeah. Always. You added the deeply loved to yeah. it. The blessed and highly favored. That, that, that's See, that's how classic. we know you're a good here's writer. A, here's but a funny thing, though. Right uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure biblically it's blessed, highly favored. and deep, Like that uh, loved part's actually So people have been omitting. Ironically, right? The most important part <laughs> is like, yes, you are blessed. Yes, your best in, like intentions in life is in somebody's thinking, mm-hmm. but the most important thing is you're loved. Yeah. That's a very universal thing, you know? Mm. That kind of seems like, as cliche as it's, this all sounds, that really is, if you can remember that, it's really a helpful thing to get through life. Yeah. It's not just that like someone might love you, but that like you are actively loved mm-hmm. and that you're like... Um, like worthy, you deserve that basically. No, yeah. really hard. nobody it's, has your ill intentions. Nobody right. like wishes. Nobody right now is. I hope so. Sam <laughs> dies today. Like no, I know well, that, that would means, be really funny if they were listening to the podcast and they're just like, "How did he know?" But uh, it's one of those things that I we'll take hate I, listens. Right, that's fine. I personally feel like that's not in my realm, yeah. so I don't want to like create that. I don't mm-hmm. want to create that narrative. Yeah. Why do you want to create? Life is already hard as it is. Why do you want to create the narrative that you're not loved? That's that's powerful because when when I hear that, I hear maybe not just like bravery in like the aesthetic sense, but like the projection of bravery, right? Because if you if you accept that like loved is being loved is a part of your existence, mm-hmm. then it reduces fear, right? Yeah. And then all the shit that we're doing, all, usually when somebody's tweaking. They are afraid or have right. been afraid for a long yeah. time in some yeah. type of internal and way. And if you think that being loved, like you said, is a part of like the system, you got to realize that 
that being knowledge you, you have to reciprocate love right. because you understand that if I'm being loved by people, somebody has to be loving. So I have to, in return, live by that and love people. What does that look like for you? I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what your um, idea of loving others looks being like. Being able to let them know that they have something like I have music. You know, <laughs> let them know that it's important to find that. Because, you know, I came to the terms that not everybody's going to be an artist or creative. You know, you could preach that to somebody like that lifestyle, and that's not for them. Mm -hmm. But even if they do something that's not along that realm, they need to think creatively right. in that. Right. And to push that is how you get people who, you know, break the boundaries and become these icons intellectually or the way that they love, you know. So what do you think about purpose? Do you, because I've been going back and forth on this recently, the idea of like everybody has a purpose. And like for you, you're saying you have music and maybe that's your answer. And I think when you're someone who may, <clears throat> excuse me, I think when you're someone who makes a lot of things, it's easy to feel like, well, then everyone should just have that thing or everyone has that thing that they love to make and that they just need to find it. But I don't know if that's true. What do y'all think? Is there really, like, do people actually have purpose? Can they find the thing that gives them purpose? I think people apply purpose to a task yeah. instead of a feeling. Mm. Like, I feel like purpose is something you feel. Everybody has purpose to be something, to do something, to be active in something, aware in something. So my purpose is to not just, like, I'm. my purpose isn't to be a rapper. I think it's to inspire creatives and help love the world in a way that it hasn't been loved in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's how purpose should be looked at because it discredits people who, there are people who don't have a an outlet. Right. But there are people whose purpose on this world are to love people and help people mm -hmm. yeah. and inspire people and to create what people and I think that's what purpose right. really is. More of a feeling and less of a, like an individual Like a task. task yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think... <clears throat> I think we, a part of me just wants to say yes, but that's not really what I believe. I think uh, we all have like the potential for purpose. I don't think purpose is like predetermined right. that there's a, or inherent, <laughs> right? I think we all inherently have value and therefore everybody, purpose can emerge, right? right? And so like the results of everybody's, you know, but you, specifics or particularities said, or, I feel like everybody has value right. I view purpose like value okay. right. instead of purpose like I'm supposed to be doing this yeah. thing. I'm supposed See, to be because I get what you're saying shirts. but it's almost like ingrained that that's applicable when it comes to a task yeah, and, and a everybody job. has a purpose right. to a yeah. job or right. a task right. 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 but there are people who have value right. Right. well that's that, that's that young capitalism shit because yeah, yeah. like your purpose isn't necessarily the thing that makes you like where you find joy where you do your work doesn't have to be a thing that is like your value doesn't have to come from your labor well, your paying production. into a thing. Yeah, the purpose the, is the always results. I feel like the narrow, like the bigger scheme thing, mm -hmm. and I think like the the way of trans the means of transportation there is your craft or right. whatever you do, right? Mm -hmm. And that we have agency in it, right? Because like we think of it as like something that's beyond us, so I have to find my purpose, right? And I think. I would change the language to I have to create my purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Shout out to you, you uh, with the with the hip hopping of the, the our economic system, young capitalism. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that has that seems, to be. That a, seems like the name. There has that to be young a young capitalism. capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of every rapper. <laughs> if, there's, if there's not one right now, there will be. <laughs> yeah. yeah you yeah, gonna yeah. hear this and be like, 
That's what it is. <laughs> That's a very it funny sketch. Like <laughs> young capitalist. I can see, like, I can see the sketch with the mu- like the fake music video uh-huh. where it's young capital. He just has like a stack of money this big, <laughs> yeah. eight feet in his hand. It's like so investments. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back to what you were saying about purpose and um, and the kind of medium for that just being the thing that fits for you, but the purpose being this larger thing. Mm-hmm. How? At what point did you realize? That making music and writing very well thought out, interesting, vocally interesting raps was the tool for you in that purpose. Um, and also, do you feel like my description of your rapping is accurate? Thank you. It was a compliment. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> I think I decided that. So there's always, I feel like when you do something that's going to be that for your life, you know, there are like three phases one where you're testing it out, one when you're engaged in it, and one where it's a career. And it was the part where I was testing it out was very much high school, <laughs> where, like, of course, every rapper has their first rap name. It's terrible. It's trash. What was yours? Man. Please. We, you it brought was, it up. You know, it, was, it, it comes from the ego, every first rap name. Mm-hmm. I believe it. So the nicest. I thought I was the nicest. My rap name for Solo Sam was The Nicest. Mm, mm. A description. Um, yeah, just, uh, just <laughs> you know, and I, I used to throw it around in songs, and it was very much a confident thing that led me to my name. But The Nicest was in high school, mm-hmm. coming into my, like, last week of senior year, you know, I just changed it to Solo Sam. You met someone who was nicer? <laughs> yeah, I did, and I was just like, "Well, shit, I'm not gonna be the won. second nicest. <laughs> You've won. I'm not gonna be the almost nicest. Yeah, but um, one of the nicest. <laughs> so, yeah. then, so then, what was what was the? How did Solo Sam appear then? Um, honestly, it would. Uh, there'd be some times where, like, I felt like my high school year, where I would just find myself like not always wanting to hang out, mm-hmm. and maybe, yeah. and I started to think it was a bad thing. Like, why is it that yeah. you're just like? Like, oh, man, you know, kind of like, and I was just like, oh, you know, joke to myself. And I was like, oh, Solo Sam would be a cool rap name, you know. Uh, phonetically, it sounded yeah. nice, you know. Shout out to the introversion out here. Yeah, so I was, I um was like, okay. No, the worst part is I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I was like yeah. in high school, peak of when you're like trying to socialize. Yeah. And I decided, okay. So um, I came up with the rap name Solo Sam. And then I went to college to actually play division one football okay ah. um what school I, uh valparaiso university okay. Okay. ironically i was uh sad to sit out a year because i was a 0.5 credit short in an art requirement that nobody caught Ooh. and um that's a sign too but um <laughs> uh they told me how to sit out a year and during that year i made this project i was like let me make my first mixtape and called it off season mm. and um it was after that that i was like i'm supposed to do this I wonder how many rappers started their careers like because they had a break of the things that they were already doing. Like I think about that. I think about 10 Day Action Bronson like first started rapping because he broke his leg in the kitchen cooking and then he was like, shit, I'm laid up. Like I might as well rap. Like how many people their first thing was like if there hadn't been something that had broken the rhythm of their life, they just never would have taken the plunge because they wouldn't have had time. I I feel like it's funny because like from somebody viewing it, they're like how many – how many rappers have had a problem that led to their music career. And it's funny because I feel like it's the accident was because you weren't doing, Mm -hmm. you know, like there was a point where I was doing music. I was in high school, like, yeah, the nicest, you know, solo (laughs) Sam, you know, I'm out here, (laughs) but it took that 
that kind of because I was on the I was on the way to professionally play football. Like I had a college, uh, had a high school coach who coached me my last year who played in the NFL, mm. and he was like, "You're in lineman. We could get you somewhere quickly." Like um, Hampton University offered me a full ride, and they were like mm. telling my like parents like two years, and then he's in the league as a lineman. Like wow. guaranteed, we get out lineman. So that was a path that was on its way to it's happen. It's just a very funny tagline. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. We, we get out linemen. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but it's, if you think about it, it yeah, I, I, I think they are. But the, <laughs> the funny thing is, if you think about that, like football, like how many quarterbacks are on the field at once? Right. That's true. How many linemen on both sides right. are there? They just That's big true. bodies. I'm yeah. big That's body. True. They're like, <laughs> they were, they'd always be like, oh, you can't coach size. You can't coach size. He a big boy. It you isn't know? Like, <laughs> like, like he a, he a big man. You can't coach someone to be big. Like they just are. He mobile. He a unit. Like, <laughs> it's got to be nice to be in a, now like in a path where you're like stature physically and size is not brought up constantly. Cause I feel oh, like no. the, it just, is. Like, Sometimes. I guess I brought it up right now. But I mean, like, that's not, I just feel like that would feel so weird as an athlete. Like, if every conversation was about your physicality. These linemen coaches sound really irresponsible. Like, that is your job to coach the size. Yeah, (laughs) but they they just like, when it goes bad, it's not my fault. We can't coach the size. When they they put their hand here, you run hard that way. (laughs) Like, that's like, that's. The rest is on you. Good luck with all that. Especially when you're on defense, it's just make, like, clearly football, offense. Is trying to run past you. Make a mess. Make that middle hard to run past. And then you're like, you did your job. Great job. You, worst comes to worst, you mess around, hit somebody who has a ball, and then he drop it. And then it's like, great job. Like, didn't coach that. Yeah, I didn't coach it. The coach looks at him, and he's like, did he coach that? No, he's like, I coach that, though. Yeah, yeah, take credit take for that. That's for why we get him big. <laughs> so so uh, did you ever join the team? Valpo? You were there and Oh, I went there for camp. Okay. Like they recruited me out of high school. But went then there you for took camp, the year off. Did you- and then like when they told me this what happened. So they were like, Sam, like, we made a mistake. And I'm like, What's that mean? And they like, <laughs> like you are not well, we're yeah, they're pretty much <laughs> until they said you can outplay this year, I was like, There's no way this office of grown men and people checking these things could miss something like yeah. this, you know? Did and you know like, that you were missing the credit? No. And the worst part is, is they did me in because they practiced me. And after you practice, you have a certain amount of days to fix that. I could have taken a local pottery class yeah. in Indiana and it would have counted as that credit. But um, That would have been interesting. Yeah. It I would was, have loved to hear it about was, a local it was pottery funny. Class. It was funny because uh, they were just like. I love that that's where you went too. Like you already knew. Yeah, you, they were like. Escape plan. Like there's a studio on 5th. I was <laughs> I like, I could have been, been there. But I. It was it was funny because my senior year, like the last couple months, I was like, don't smoke. They might drug test you. Like, mm-hmm. I was really in it. I was like, you know, over the summer, I was like running sprints. I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to come to camp and struggle. Mm-hmm. And then to go to camp and still struggle because it was hard. <laughs> yeah. And then um, them tell me that. I'm like, you telling me? Because people quit during that camp. Right. Man. And I didn't. And I was like, all right, you made it. You played the spring game. You did a great job. And then for them to tell me that, I was like, wow, cool. And so I, like, went back to my dorm room. It's kind of like, this sucks. And I started, you know, being like, what do I do? And I was like, let me just mess around with music. You know, I have my yeah. stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I was just messing around, doing it throughout the year, made this project. And um, what happened at the at the end of my freshman year 
is I was just talking to a friend of mine, Cody, and I was just like, yo, man, like coaches have been hounding me about coming back next year, about playing, and I don't want to play. And he's mm. like, well, man, you got to do what you got to do. So I wrote an email mm. and sent it to the whole coaching staff and the whole team, oh, you wow. know, and never have I had grown men like call me after each other to yell at me, curse me out, and then hang up on me. They were they're like, oh, we built a defense around you. I was like, I wasn't even there. That's a bad investment. <laughs> like, but um, they were hitting me up. And then, um, you know, sometimes they try and spew that narrative to the players. So the players feel type of right. way. Yeah. And like that getting them email when I came in the fall, because there's this like wall where the football team sits. You yeah, know? That's yeah. where all my friends are. And usually if you don't play on the football team, they're kind of like a jerk to about it. Went over there. None of them had a problem. They were just like, yo, you were real. Like it was real that like you told everybody you wrote a letter. Like so, what was in that email? About it. Like I can't do it this. Was, isn't it was, it was just like I appreciate the team. You guys are family, but taking that year off made me realize that music is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I understand it takes a level of passion and dedication for this that I personally do not have, like you guys have. Yeah, I highly respect that, and I hope you understand that this is why I'm like pursuing music. And all of them, <laughs> not the grown man. Yeah, fuck you, kid. <laughs> yeah. All the dudes were like, "That's real." Those grown men are like, "Passion, little, little kid." <laughs> Get on my nerves, but um, no, I um, I sent. You can't, you can't coach rudeness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. should have coached that. No, but um, I, I sent it out to the team and they respect it. And um, the following year, I uh dropped this project, um, Storm, mm-hmm. and I used that project to get into the Red Eye Rock and Vote. Like okay. Red Eye had yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, called Rock and yeah. Vote. And I was just like, can you guys vote? You know, can you help me out? And the football team voted and sent it to their people, and they helped me win that. And then junior year, I came and did like a little concert, hmm. you know. Here or at campus? At campus. And then yeah. I was like, that was great. That's I'm sick. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Graduation. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it. Right. So in this journey, right, because I'm, I'm thinking of the, the name switch. So, so the, the, the solo aspect Mm-hmm. Came in senior year of high school and we're looking, yeah. you know, sophomore, junior year of like when you felt in your toes as mm-hmm. an artist, as a rapper. How were how was your journey socially, right? Because it was this change to being more introverted. Um, that, like, it, it, your... It's funny because part of the reason I left college is because I didn't think it was a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's Ironic, ironically, <laughs> ironically, people hear that and they're like, oh, you're failing out. That was the best academically I was doing ever in my life. Like mm-hmm. school was good. Um, I was stressed about a job I had for no reason. It was a call center job. It wasn't even <laughs> like I was, I, but I'd be like, I got to make my my stats. Like I, I was taking it serious. I was yeah. great at it. Were you calling um, alumni? Yeah, I did of that course. Too. Yeah. Man, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> but um, pretty much like I was uh, doing that, stressing out about it. School, I was doing great. But for some reason, I was obsessing about doing the best. Mm. And I was like, okay, you're just stressing over that. I got to a point where I was just like, this isn't conducive to the person I want to be like, and I'm not pursuing music. And what happened is like, I came back off of those, the shows and everything. And I went to start creating new music. And I was like, all of this is bad and lacks content. Hmm. And it was just dorm room raps. Yeah. Typical. Hanging out with my friends, you know. Yeah. So well we get drunk. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um Kobe esque. Yeah. And <laughs> It was just very cliche and it bothered me because mm. I want to be an artist and yeah. that wasn't art. And um, 
So I was like, I need to live. Like, I just need to, I'm good on this. Like, it's, it comes to a point where, like, college, you know, it's an experience. The people, the funny thing is college is an experience for three quarters of the people. Mm. And then it's purposeful and educationally for the people who need those jobs. But look at society. Right. There are a handful of jobs that are important and you need to go to school for. Right. And there are a whole bunch of jobs that you don't need to go yeah. to school for. <laughs> yeah, and true. I think if you're going to college and you're not studying for those, like one, like one of the quarters mm. of those jobs, you're there for an experience. Yeah. I don't think people should have to pay the amount they pay for that for an experience. experience. They it's should like just, the most expensive theme park of all time. It, it <laughs> without it's not even a theme the, park, and it's, and it's, it's a rough even, ride. It, yeah, it's it's one of those things that there should a theme be theme park some, with no roller coaster. You just get to walk around, right? And no, should, and have theme to park shit. with only emotional roller coasters. <laughs> it's crazy. Like four years, you don't need four ah. years to learn about communications. Mm. You yeah. don't. Yeah. You need two years max. And people yeah. are like, but there are so many. No, that's why college should be more focused on, a, like, I don't need to go to school and at the same time I'm trying to be calm major, trying to get on the radio. I'm learning about wellness and fitness and theology, like, as a core class. I don't need that. Like, <laughs> Well, and there can be people for whom that, that like, that breadth of it is oh, helpful. Yeah. You know, but it, again, not everyone but just is experience. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Juvenile delinquency in, like, why do you need to learn that if you're a con major? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you can. Everything's applicable if you look at it like that. Like, oh, you might interview with juvenile. So, 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 <laughs> and where he's coming from? Like, yeah. But so, so when you made this d- decision, did you write a well-worded email to all of the faculty and the student body? To no, I did. Nine. I did. I did. They could care less. I was student two seventy six. They're like two seventy. He's gone. Bueller. Okay. Bueller. They're like okay. Another but, one. So that so that was a joke, but more seriously, I'm I'm really impressed uh, by the self reflection you you expressed and saying you were listening to your own stuff and saying that it was cliche. That's probably one of the most difficult things for human beings to do because like why does cliche things exist all the time, right? Like yeah, these people obviously don't have the capacity or they don't care, but like I think most don't have the capacity to be able to interrogate and like like why am I making something that's already been made? Yeah, before? yeah, and so like yeah. I, I wanna I wanna dig deeper into that and where you are now from that realization. So what what did that sound like, um, and and what was like your method to push yourself or to expand? Yeah, um, it's so yeah. important. I I feel like the stages of a rapper is like, okay, you know, you can make a song, you know, you can rhyme well, you know. And then it's like after you learn how to rhyme, it's like, okay, your flow is good. Yeah. And then about the third time, you're like, all right, you know, subject matter. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to keep growing as an artist and just the subject matter wasn't coming up. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like it's one of those like I need to live a harder life to mm-hmm. understand. No, it was just one of those things that I wasn't able to view the world in that way because I haven't experienced it. Right. I was only rapping about what I know. And what I know was that. Right. Nothing I can experience, but talking about how I'm a good rapper and me and my friends hang out. That's real. But there are other things that people need to know about in the world yeah. and need to hear that through so music. And so some of that is external life, but also some of that can be like when people can go beyond those things. Sometimes it's an internal life thing and figuring yeah. out how to share parts of your internal self that is beyond just I'm a rapper and I'm hanging out with my friends. Yeah. 
as that's expanded, has it been because you've done more stuff like out in the world now? Yeah. Or is it still, or, or, yeah, or has it been a better like, turn inward? Here's the thing. It's not like I hit the world. It was hard. And I'm like, I got raps. Like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, whatever. Yeah, what, what ended up happening is I just experienced, you know, mm-hmm. my truths. Like what I thought to be yeah. my existence. And I use music to maybe connect with somebody who needs to hear it the same way. And like save some time. Like, when I make music, it's Mm. just like, yo, let me save you some time Mm. so you can be a better person. Like, it's just there. That's ill. And it's it's not even... Yo, that was cold. I'm sorry. Just the way you just... I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, there's so many things in life that I could rap to you about. But one of those things is, like, let me save you some time on self-growth. Let me like let's get this down to pass pass all the self help the secret books and for no understand what truth is to yourself because all those books tell you to do those like self help books are the one thing like help yourself so the best way to help yourself is to literally help yourself (laughs) reading that book doesn't help you as much as it thinks but it does help because it lets you understand yourself like what do you believe will be the next three years of your life and you're like and you write it down why don't you just write down what you think the net like yeah. somebody tell you that and it's like oh okay but this idea of like you sharing it in a way so that folks don't have to you know it's the i keep thinking about the classic jay-z that like hope did that so hopefully you won't have to go through that yeah. like that can be extended yeah. to so many different things um what do you hope uh what for you hopefully do your listeners not have to go through um in what way what do you mean like like, like what if you're saying if you're trying to like help them, like save them some time. Oh, what, what am do I you say to them? Right. The so time? wholesale, uh, wholesale yeah. drugs. You, U- ult- yeah. Ultimately, it would be just um, application in life, like how you apply yourself, and understanding one of the most important things you can do is register with yourself. Hmm. Like I what know, do you mean like by that? I know that like my mom and dad, like especially my dad, because he all my art comes from him. Like him, he was an artist, composer, Shout out to writer. Yeah, he's a man. What kind of what kind of artist? He's a composer and writer. Uh, yeah, he's a painter, and then he's a composer, writer, mm-hmm. professor. Like he, you know, he's an intellect, like mm-hmm. a, a creative. Um, but pretty much, he instilled in understanding myself early, just like you know. And he's a typical like African parent, and you know, they're all about that, you know. <laughs> Just like, oh, you need to know who you are. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's you know, like, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he always, he always pushed that, and I love, I love him for that. You know, like Wakanda. That's <laughs> yeah. why. And Wakanda is just like, you have to know where you come from to know where you're going. It just like, felt like yeah. it just felt like the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, he would always push that on me and just be like, you know, you want to be exceptional in understanding yourself. Like you want to, because that's the hardest part you'll have to do in life mm-hmm. is understanding yourself. Because with so many things that will come at you from different kind of points of views, you can go through all that understanding self. <laughs> like it, like things are always perspective is always subjective. Like the mm-hmm. way you look at things is always based on how you're programmed to look right. at them. Like you and me can be sitting here and a drink spills on both of us. And I could be like, oh, it's spilled. I'll wipe it up and go about my day. And you'll be like, oh, another thing. <laughs> yeah. It always happens to me. Yeah. And like go about it that way and look at a life like that. So ultimately, I want to save people the the point of just— Sounds like you knew me in 2016. Right? <laughs> it's just like getting people to the point where they could just like— Bam, and just understand what they need to do, help the world, and then yeah. you know, 
you never know who's listening. There could be some person who's listening who who decides, like, as cool as all these other jobs are, I kind of want to make sure that I could clean local farms so that there's not waste. And then yeah. he finds an amazing creative way to do that and he saved us from dying right you know they're like people who are always here listening yeah and if something speaks to them enough and encourages them enough they could go ahead and end up that being the day that they did something that was groundbreaking to end up saving millions and even if that's not the day it might lead to a day a oh, week sure. a month yeah. there's a great um podcast that this guy chris gethard does who's a like <clears throat> actor and improviser and comedian in New York and he has this podcast where people can call in he just has like an open phone line and anyone can call and the rule is they can talk for up to an hour and he's not allowed to hang up they can hang up whenever but like he has to stay on the line with them as long as they do and I'm not going to go into all of it but there's a a great episode that This American Life did a feature on where's this dude who felt like completely stuck he's like a security guard at an insurance company which doesn't mean that he said but he was like like security so, and insurance to, to, to have to do both. <laughs> but he just felt like he had like no, there was no spark basically. Mm-hmm. And over the course of this hour, they like went through this whole emotional roller coaster. And where it leaves is him going like, I'm going to quit my job today. I'm going to do it today. And then they hang up. And three months later, he calls back and he didn't. Mm. But then... Six months after that, he did. Ah. So the, it, it like the kind of movie set version of it, or is like the scripted version, is that you you make you hear that song, you hear that idea, you listen to that podcast, you make the decision, and the rest of your life you take a, a hard left yeah. turn, and it's great. But I just don't think that that's how it works for most people. But it, it's like you're adding like one more marble every yeah. day. Yeah, you and know? it's it's crazy because if you look at like you look at our parents and how they like. You get to show off. Everybody got a participation award, you know? Like, <laughs> yes, people wanted to participate. And if you look at the creatives we have now, you know, like think think about it. This logistically only happened because people are more inspired at our age when they hit like right. maybe, let's say, 21 or 22. When did you mm-hmm. guys start doing this? How old were you? 22. But we had both been on the radio for uh, a couple of years before of that. Of course, so but like, like yeah. that makes sense, right, you right. know? But a podcast, yeah. like there was a point where people are like, yep, radio, not <laughs> yeah, internet that's radio, day, yeah. you know, yeah. but you guys made the, the, and here we are. Right. You're not at some, you know, you're not at WGCI paying right. money to use their thing at 1 a.m. It is daytime. You're mm, recording right. this and you'll release it to your audience and your fan build, uh, fan base. But it's the feeling builds. that like, why not? Like we can just make a thing. Let's just make yeah. a thing. Like what like, my we, whole last we, project was recorded out of my home. Hmm. And sent to one of the best engineers and my best friend, Banks of Genius. And he tackled the obstacle of just being like, these home studio sessions can be better, but like I'm somebody who can make them better. And he mixed that. And we didn't have to, you know, he works at a a really nice studio, but, you know, him being the homie and giving me that time, I always felt bad being like, oh, I hate that. Let me eliminate the step of you having to record at least, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it sounds great. For yeah, the record, yeah. the project sounds thank really you, good. Thank you. You know, that shouts him, Banks of Genius. But um, yeah, once we saw that, we're like, all right, let's let's do this. Like I went, we got the equipment. You know, he got me this really great mic. I got this really great interface. And going forward now, we're recording at home and we have the setup for it to sound that way. And that's only because we believed like in this time. Yeah. We're inspired to do that. You know, we 
got over, you know, we understand ourselves. Imagine if we have like 10-year-olds understanding themselves. Well, something I've been thinking about also is, you know, there's always kind of been this rhetoric in hip-hop that like people's careers just end at a certain point. And then a few years ago, I guess it was like when Jay hit 45 or whatever, everyone starts talking about like, oh, we're going to have like rappers putting out music forever. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like Lupe just dropped an album that I listened to. I actually really like some of it. But, you know, you're going to get 30, 40 years of people making music. And I don't know. I think there's pros and cons to this. Like, obviously, people should be able to continue to create in whatever way. But if you start early, there's something to be said for making things that nobody hears. Yeah. And especially when you're first starting out. Because like you were describing those first songs, like – your taste level was up here and your skill level was here. And so mm-hmm. it's like working until they're the same. Yeah. Even but like, do you want people to, like what if the first songs that we or anybody heard were those songs that you made in your dorm room? Like how do you, how do you think about the public and the private in terms of your creating? Um, I think one of the coolest parts about this is always knowing that like grow, you know, grow. Like my mm-hmm. leaving college was an obsession, obsession with growth. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't better and I feel like in terms of that aspect, I think it's hard to say because, like, you were saying artists creating music that long might be a buzzkill. Yeah, but, like, like my dad said, he's a painter. Mm-hmm. He's like, when I get to about 70, my eyesight's going to go. Happens in my family. I'm going to start trying to sculpt more. Mm-hmm. And it's just something he understands, like— if he wants to keep creating, do it at something at a speed that makes sense. Mm. And I feel like, you know, like my growth was with writing and then it was production. Like my last project I did uh, the production on and that helped me grow as an artist and understand myself better, mm. you know? Yeah. Man, I just really want to affirm you. Like I appreciate your just outlook on life and I really commend uh, the exploration that you have done, man. It's, it's, it's really uh, refreshing or inspiring, I would even say. Do you see why, like, 10-year-olds need to learn this? Yeah, hell yeah. Where would we be? Like, that's right. the funny thing is, is, like, I understand life for what it is. Mm-hmm. We are where we act because mm-hmm. our parents right. made their decisions. Yeah. If we make our decisions, no matter if we're millennials eating avocado toast and <laughs> ruining everything, <laughs> there are younger generations who are more present and active in government and yeah. politics more than I was. Yeah. I was really like, just like, yeah, Bush doesn't care about black people. Kanye <laughs> said it. Yeah. But there are people who are like, I think that Trump's economic views are the reason why we may have the second. Yeah. And they believe that. I like that. that you still gave them the nerdy voice. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that no, that's just a little kid like, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about what I believe. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, 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 so <laughs> with that appreciation, I also want to challenge because, you know, Self-exploration, understanding life, understanding yourself is like another ending journey. Mm-hmm. So where are you struggling with right now in terms of that obsession with growth, as you put it, or trying to figure yourself out? What, what, what is like the thing that's not quite clicking yet that you're striving towards or that you're the, the, the potential you're trying to get to? Um, you always come to a point where you're not. It's not like you're doing poorly music. It's not like you're doing amazing music. You're making progress, mm-hmm. and you get to a point where you wonder when's progress going to have a result, and that's the struggle, mm-hmm. and that's the hard. This is about the hardest leg of the race, you know. This is like, all right, you know, we've ran yeah. like the ninety-five miles on this like hundred-mile marathon. 
these last five miles are going to seem so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and right now is that point of just not giving up. I have no mm-hmm. reason to feasibly give up. But, you know, at some point you want the the growth and jumps to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's just because your outlook is growing. You know, mm-hmm. if you if I look at my last year to compare to what I was able to do this year, like I would be like, oh, that's awesome. But me looking back at it, yeah. I'm always just like, oh, it needs to be better. Yeah. But as long as I keep that mindset, it will be better. Yeah. But it's important to have both, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I have to violently use the bathroom. I'm gonna be. That's cool. Okay. Can I get a cup of water? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm getting coffee breath and I yeah, smell yeah. it. No, you're fine. And they, uh, they actually, the next one just got here, so I'll oh, let okay. them in, and then we could. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, really I gotta be honest. Contact. I thought he was gonna be like, I don't rock with anything you say. You full of shit. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh I my just... god, that's that's rough. It was rough. Yeah, I'm glad you survived. Yeah. So. Huh. That that was kind of a a, a natural break, um, <laughs> yeah. But I want to go just back to one thing you said before before we move toward wrapping up, which is, um, you know, you talked about whether as, a, as an athlete or the idea of the nicest and all these things. I'm curious for you now how you think about competition because so much of what you're talking about is being motivated by internal growth and getting better and the opportunities getting better. I mean, you know, you know the answer. Like if. You know, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you're like, you know, self-growth, and I'm like, I look at myself in yeah. competition. So in as relationship as, to yourself or other rappers? Yeah, because think about it. Why? Okay. This bothers me all the time because mm-hmm. artists don't get it. Why make a song like another artist for fans that are fans of you? <laughs> like they like you <laughs> so learn how to do you yeah, better right. and you will gain more fans and they will like your music better because they already came for you it's not right. like you know you came for someone nobody knocks at one door to be like oh yeah i'm here to see your the neighbor next door like <laughs> right. they go to that person if they want to see him and they go to this person so like i'm not gonna make a solo sam type drake song or a solo sam type like chance song i'm gonna yeah. make a solo sam song yeah, people gonna like that because their fans are solo Sam. So right. self growth. Incidentally, that is one of my biggest social anxieties. Is that when I'm walking up to someone's house, I'm going to the wrong house. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna knock on the you door. That's oh true. my god! Every That's time I my house. Every time I arrive at a party, a function, anything, I'm like, oh no! What if it's the wrong day? And what if it's the wrong address? That's my biggest fear when somebody's like, oh yeah, come to my crib, and I'm like, cool, and it's an apartment. Oh yeah, and it's one yeah. of those like. Not buzz you up. It's kind of yeah. like you could just go in and it's yeah. like, do I just hit him up or did he say it was on that? Or the first floor? He's like, I'm on the first floor. And you're like, yeah. cool. Walk upstairs, two doors. Exactly. 50-50 shot. That's hilarious. And sometimes you'll, you'll, sometimes you'll hear noise that sounds like the place but you, you should don't be going. Know, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's. It's like, but what if they're, they're like, also fans uh, of Solo Sam? Do you, Sam? Do you need door. something? And it's like, oh, sorry, wrong place. <laughs> that's hilarious. Sometimes we just do anecdotes for anecdotes' sake because, you know, we got an hour to film. But I know for a fact that that is true. We that have walked up oh, to a few God. places. Been, yeah. <laughs> I always, I'm triple checking the email. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, thing. So, uh, I'm curious. You 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 said that idea of like if you when you are able to take a step back and look at where you were a year ago and where you are now, like being able to appreciate that and still be hungry for the, for the next steps. What are things that you hope a year, two years from now, you're looking back at this moment, being like, man, I was just about to do this. Um, 
low key, it's ironic that you asked me that because that's like my least favorite question. <laughs> that's great. It's, it's, no, no, that's no, great. It is. You, know, it you don't is, have to answer. What, no, what no, makes that the least I'm favorite question? Answer. It makes it the least favorite question because it's like it's one of those things that is just like there's one solid answer. It's just <laughs> like success. Like, like there, I can't. What do you? I hope that it's worse. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, it, yeah. it, but it's not even, it, it's a very valid question. It's just personally one of those questions that I'm like, it's funny because it's like, I want to be doing better ultimately. Like yeah. I want to still be here making great music, growing my fan base. And even if somebody's like, but what does that look like to you? It's just like, I can't imagine that. Right. Because I haven't been able to imagine it this year. Right. The most important thing is I hope a year from now I look back and say, you did another like good year. Yeah. Because yeah. as long as I look at my last year and I say, oh, it was good in comparison to last year, I know that at some point down the road I'm going to be like, yeah. It's a real good patient mentality yeah. to have of like we're, we're here to take next steps, not here to reach this goal. Oh, I'm in, I'm, I'm in it for the long run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about outside of music, right? Because the – the philosophy or your approach to life uh, is very important beyond just, you know, rhymes and rhythm mm -hmm. patterns and BPM. Which uh, you're very good at as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, in terms of your progression, where are you seeing yourself just as the human being uh, beyond um, your artistry? Well, beyond music, I think that the best way to put it is I think that people very much leave change up to politics. <laughs> and that's ironic. Because when you're being policed by the government, you do the least amount of change. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have the finances and the ability to do something bigger, and that's always rocked with like some like superheroes, mm -hmm. because some of them were just like, I don't, I don't have powers. I have money. And they, you know, and they decided to like be superheroes. Like, I want to help. Yeah. And and that's what it is. It's like if you have enough money and enough, you know, influence, you can do a lot and a lot of great things for this world. Hmm. So many people fear that. Hmm. So what would that, what's the like, um, let's say we're now, and I'm not going to say how many years later, but let's say it's later from now, hmm. you've got $45 billion to work with you on some Bezos shit. What's what's the thing that you're saying, forget this external need, I'm going to address this. Is there like a thing that for you is where you would channel that energy? Um, I think that water is very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, people are always like, we'll have a food famine. Okay. Food will grow and you can keep continuing to grow it. Before food a food famine happens, what happens happens. There has to be a drought yeah. of water. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a time where people put a cap and money on existence. Yeah. I don't rock with that. Yeah. No, so if I good. have $45 billion, I have about $44 billion to help the world. And I know people are like, but that only leaves you with one billion. Yes, yes. that so only leaves me for, with one billion <laughs> to hold me out. Yeah. I think I'll be, you'll be, you'll be you know, right. I like yeah. I'm really not somebody who's like, I need four mansions. I'll get a nice apartment or a house. Yeah. Pay it in full. Yeah. And exist. Yeah. And still have a couple hundred million. <laughs> and it's one of those, so it's one of those things that, yeah, if I have $45 billion, yeah. I know that I can only do so much with that. Or maybe I hit that point and get stabbed in the face 
and then what happens? You know, you leave it to family and randomly. So I'd rather leave my spend, money to water, right? I'd rather spend my money to things that need to change the world and to people who will change it for me yeah. when I leave. If yeah. that means I got to put forty-four billion dollars worth of hidden away grants for college students that yeah. reach, you know, have this purpose, <clears throat> independent studies, yeah. you know, thesis that can be funded studies. I would rather give money to that and the world remains whole and how it should be than die with all that money or spend on something dumb. I have an idea for you. I, I do have a second one after you, so I'm getting in line. So mine is you put aside like $2.5 million for a research study helping people figure out how to coach size. <laughs> There's got to be a way to coach. That would be the size. worst. They would be like, "There's got to be a way to they, size." The way they ra- no, the yeah, way, the way that they would coach him be like, "Horse steroids and food. <laughs> Feed him." That's a hypothesis. Coach, he'll die. Feed him. <laughs> but there's got to be a better way. And I think by the end of that study, we would get to a better way. What's your name? So, my thing is is connected to the water, and it's a, it's an expansion of a previous thing. So, folks who've like listened deeply, you might have heard some of this, right? So thinking of like the global issues that like the next century are going to face Mm -hmm. obviously like global warming which global warming like drought and famine the seacoast um and like there's a lot of desert land and the weird thing about all these problems is that they fit together really well to make great solutions Mm -hmm. like a lot of CO2 in the atmosphere plant life needs CO2 Mm -hmm. and then we're going to increase the water level right as the, the ice caps melt Mm-hmm. What we need to do is figure out how to cooperate so that we don't treat people who live by coast like refugees right. and figure out how to incorporate them into our spaces because uh, the coasts are going to change. But we have all this desert throughout the world mm-hmm. that has not always been desert. Like, right. right. Just because it's desert doesn't mean it has to be. No, like the Sahara was a rainforest. Right. Dang, that seems like $44 billion. Could, worth of stuff, right? So the Sahara Desert, I'm glad you mentioned maybe that. solve some things. <laughs> like, that's, so like when you think about like white supremacy and the the, the, uh, the trials of black people over the last like three to 5,000 years, mm-hmm. the Sahara Desert is the size of the United States. Mm-hmm. And it was once a rainforest. A- yeah. Empire, right? It was beautiful mm-hmm. civilization. And so if we figured out how to make ocean water work for plants and work for drinking and then just build rivers and, and canals it's and dams so weird or whatever. Because, like, You're saying terraform I, my, civilization yeah, in from, the desert. Yeah. From my learning of it, like as like dope as that sounds, I think there's a re- like the reason of why it can happen is because, you know, you know the kind of like if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. I think that us messing with that will cause Make other I think everything is the way it was because that's how the ecosystem at the time was living without us. Mm-hmm. We have created more on top right. of what mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. We need to create more that does for the environment. Right. So maybe create a small plot of land right. through a natural process that happens like not in our lifetime, mm-hmm. maybe not in our kids, yeah. but you know, that flourishes into something that's- You're saying what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like essentially- But you're saying would, like do it slowly over time yeah, rather yeah, yeah. than be like- Yes, or, or, no, going, we're going, to, or going to the yeah. desert and being like- with some trees because we never some... know what could. Oh yeah, that could I'm, I'm definitely like... thinking on, on centuries level. This isn't yeah. like yeah. This trees. Isn't, this isn't is some Vegas answer. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like go to Vegas, hundred trees <laughs> <laughs> because the trees have to grow. But like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's an interesting. Idea. But there's all the CO2, and there's about to be hella more water. All yeah. plants need my, my the CO2 is, and water, and all we need is plants. And also, not even just that. Like, we are human beings moving all the time, and we don't like we don't profit or use kinetic energy. Oh, yeah, man. You're killing it. 
You're it, killing it's it. like all we move constantly. Like, yeah. you no, know what's even crazier is that roller coasters will have some engines ran with kinetic energy that's like used, and some cars have it. If we make the roads have it, mm. we don't need a lot of the power plants. Yeah. Us existing could just create energy. Right. But then it would be free. We are energy. And they're not going to let that happen. Because so the ro- sun, roller coasters run off kinetic water, energy. Emotional roller coasters run off anxiety. <laughs> they do. And if, imagine if we had those. Yeah, that's crazy. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, flying just off. put a bunch of energy. <laughs> 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 and they're like, it's working. <laughs> they are anxious. They're like, <laughs> Better, faster, more anxious. It's just like, end it. Give them Zans. <laughs> like, <laughs> on that note I think we should get to the most important oh part yeah oh man I forgot this is this is what it's all about man we I thank you so much you've taken us on a philosophical spiritual journey we've done some self a roller coaster if you will yeah yeah but now this is this right here is what we've come to do uh, so every week we play a game with our guest mm-hmm. um, and we invite you in this crusade that we have taken on here at Ergo Radio because there's a sect of the world in my 20, oh, I'm not 20, my 26 years of living that has run amok. Mm-hmm. And that group of people is R&B singers. Mm-hmm. So every week we invite our guests to start beef with an R&B singer and mm-hmm. tell us why. So this week we have beef with an R&B singer with Solo Sang. Oh. Uh, what R and B singer I have beef with? Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Man, I don't know. R and B singers have been the normal ones as of lately. Mm. Mm. Say more. Say like in more. the last, I, yeah, I hate to like be like no, 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 no. We we were welcome. I mean, like like black, like he's uh, kind of along the true, line, true, like true. Bro James. Like there's like true, true, they're true. pretty. It raw. is true since we started there the game. Been some transformation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think we should take all the credit. But if you think if you think about it, like back when they were out here maybe tweaking, like now it's the other way around, yeah. and they're like the low key ones. Like yeah. that's true. I mean, like it's like you could say Frank, like Frank Ocean, like mm-hmm. but just like. But I think all he's a huge reason why that paradigm shifted because he was like an interesting person who wasn't absurd. And then it was like, oh, you don't have to be absurd to be an R and B singer. I think people are. Br- I think the R and B box is being broken, mm. and it's it's be- you know, because yeah. even when Miguel came into it, he was kind of R and B, and then he chilled yeah. out. He's like, I can just do that. People want that. I think part of the reason he had like his he had beef with Frank Ocean. Mm. Um, yeah, did Miguel not. did not like him. Miguel was like, oh, I'm a better singer. What it was <clears> is that he was able to do something that. He wanted to do like Frank Ocean was not having to like you know kind of dance in a music video. Yeah, yeah. No, he you just know, did he, his own. Yeah, he didn't have to like be out here like you know being the person who fetishizes woman. Mm-hmm. Like he was just making music and people About were life. obsessed with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that are you throwing Miguel you know? in there then? Can, can we? Could that no, be a light? No. That's light. No, that's not light beef. Have, I you're, you're not a beef it, person. I understand, bro. That's honestly what it is. I really if. I either don't care or I care in a positive way. All right. So it's not even like, I just can't think I'll of I'll begrudgingly accept that. Who do you, who do you, you have? You, I would you, like to you've know. You've won like, me who, over. In these moments, I mean, this the is key, where we, this the, is where we name our R. Kelly's the reason Kelly. the game exists. R. Kelly's the reason the game exists. Chris Brown is a, a close second. Oh, R. Kelly. 
Come on, man. <laughs> in times where we can't find beef, we can always just That's him. Together. He's the villain. Like, yeah. he, he's the bad guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. the bad guy. there was, who do you have beef with in our R&B? I was like, well, R. Kelly's a little weird. <laughs> like, he definitely, I don't know if I rock, yeah. rock with that. But, but I will like, say, I will accept no beef in exchange for a good reflection on whether the game is still needed and in what ways the game has changed. So like thank you for rap. the food for, no, you oh, no, are yeah, the you, game, you gave. Like, so thank you. <laughs> Instead of beef, I'll take added perspective. (laughs) Added perspective on R&B singers at all. The next guest gonna come in here and he gonna be like Franco from Trash. Man. I, I've been waiting for this. Like, like, oh, you really threw Elton under the bus? Nah, nah. Thank you so much for chopping it up with us. Of course. Uh, Where can folks find your music, your work, find you in the ways that you want to be found? Um, I've been pushing this more of lately, and I just think it works. Uh, Solosam.com. Just Solosam. Dot com, anything you want or want to know about is going to be on there, and cool. that's important. Yeah, and I know we, we didn't even really go that deep into the the like music music part of it, but I just for those listening, if you made it this far, the music's really really good. Hey, check the out raps are excellent, and uh, yeah, thank you for coming through and no chatting up with us. Hey, much on. love, peace. Appreciate you. They tell me what is you plotting, what is you scheming, what is your option, what you been dreaming, he D on me, what my process, I'll be the last king of Scotland, I'll be the last on my island, and my iris, I'm a pilot, on my wrist, I broke shackles, on they field, I break tackles, I mean what's Adams to apples, when I break Adams and grapple, anything that I'm up after, I'm never up after I never give up on him, I'm a surgeon to rap it Tell my mama, fuck the IRS, I'll pay all your taxes Told my dad you've been working hard, you need to start relaxing Told my sisters that quick pay was gone, really hold me over now I'm about to put a boulder on their shoulder because I'm just trying to put my whole soul In this thing, make a couple dollars, hit the fuck out like what's good I'm just trying to put my whole soul in this thing, make a couple dollars Hit the fuck out like what's good My mind is always running around Running around, my mind is always running around, running around, my life is always running around, running around, my life is always running around, running around, yeah. They tell me, y'all already knew I was made for this Took a long time to get paid for this Mama didn't think I should really quit ball And people don't think I can make it at all Even if I come up short until draw Drew Brees got a ring and a six feet tall But I saw Goliath, we talk the right If the plane crashed on no, no, I'm not the pilot If I wanna got it, then they need to go get it Said it wouldn't fuck with me if I'm poetic Running on E, that's electricity Y'all niggas guessed up, y'all niggas don't let it, I said it Y'all niggas guessed up, y'all niggas don't let it, I said it I just... Yo, what up? This episode is sponsored by Backblaze Online Backup. It's a simple way to back up all your movies, yeah. photos, videos, music, and all your other data. That's right, data. Ooh. For just $5 a month. It's simple, and you can access all your data. Data. That's right, data. Ooh. Online from wherever you are. I like the way you say data. Try it absolutely free by going to backblaze.com slash C. P? C. Mm. Mm.